white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 7, Episode 4. I'm Jack. I'm Jay. I'm Van. Van making his first appearance of the season. We're honoured to have you with us tonight. Thanks very much. Um, Lots to get through tonight. Um, Again, as normal, I put the agenda out on uh, social media earlier, and the opening question was a bit of a different one to what we'd normally do. It was, this is now the end of May 2018. Premier League season's just finished. I want to know how did it go? Where did we finish in the league? What did we achieve? So... Fan, I'm going to come to you first. When you say time. where do we finish in the league, we're ninth. So does that mean we finish ninth? Or are you just asking in then general asking where do you. I think we're going to finish? Yeah, so we, let's yeah. act. Oh. So as if 38 games are done, season's over, like, what happened? Misunderstood the question. Because I was going with 100% away record. Right? <laughs> so um, I think we're going to finish fourth. I'm uh, still fairly confident in that. I think... Our away record will be better than it was last year. Our home record is already worse. Can I just stop with them? Can we act as if it has finished? Oh, okay. I want us to be like... Oh, what a great season. We finished fourth. There we go. You know, we're we're moving into the new stadium and, you know, the messy rumours won't go away. But (laughs) (laughs) I sure think, you know, what a great season we've had finishing fourth this year. And what did you make of our FA Cup run? I thought it was solid. I thought, I thought it was solid until the uh, you know semi-finals. Poch, I'm not sure about his selection again. You know, not having a left back and playing some at left back. You thought he would have learned from from the season before. Interesting. And Jay, I mean, your season has just finished. How did we how did we fare in Jay's world? I said I'd be optimistic, didn't I, at the start? I think Kane has had a dry <laughs> September. He's had a dry October. And then he flashes into action in November. Uh, seven goals um, in one game. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think it will go just like Liverpool and Arsenal. We're, we're, we're in a dogged fight for that final fourth position. I think that's where we'll end up. So we've ended up. Here we go. Excellent. We've ended up fifth place. That's um, where we've ended up. But does the champion did the success the in the Champions League, League did that? The, not? the Champions League got in the way. We had we had a really good Europa League cup. Cup run. Nice. That just got in the way. You know how it gets in the way in January, February, March. It got in the way. Again. I'd have rather not picked up those six points against that uh, Upper Well. I think we'd have been better off dropping out completely. <laughs> the Thursday nights after Christmas is very difficult, you know, especially with that yeah. good FA Cup run we were speaking about earlier. Yeah. And we didn't add to the squad in in August, which we'll probably touch on in a bit as well. Well, it was it was good to finally get that first win at Wembley against Upper yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, Swansea as well. That was a nightmare. And the FA Cup. Remind me again how we did in the FA Cup, Jay. <laughs> it was. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty. Pretty bad. So I was there. You think I, I mean, I was there. Look, look, we, no, no, it was. It, who, who did we? Who did, I can't even remember who we went out to. We lost to Gillingham in the semi-finals. I think <laughs> everyone was more shocked. We didn't want to be the party poopers, did we? We wanted, you know, it would have been like getting Lincoln the year before. You didn't want to knock Lincoln out. And that, it was, that, 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 it was like that Wickham game. Do you remember <laughs> that? Yeah. Like four, four three against Wickham. 
I don't think anybody predicted Gillingham winning the FA Cup either. No. Right. I mean, that no. final. Tell us about the final that Gillingham played in. Yes, I thought Chelsea really struggled to get hold of Gillingham's uh, big centre forward. Yeah, I think. Oh, it was, what's, yeah, what's no, his name? Yeah, Akin Fenwa. He's a German. <laughs> Akin Fenwa. He's been around. He moved in the January window. He moved in the January window. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. I did have some contributions as well. Maybe not as detailed and in depth as those ones, as actually how the season went. Um, from our listeners, so Carl Woodbridge, um, friend of the show, contributes pretty much every single week. So end of season, double celebration, Spurs win last game, the 95th minute winner with goal from Sissoko to win, to win the title. And that was followed up by a European Cup 4-3 win against Real Madrid. And just to cap it off, Woolwich Wanderers fell apart with Sanchez leaving for City and Arsenal went down, which again, no one expected that to happen. So really? that was pretty surprising. Wow. Um, we've all been very positive with this as well, which I like. Which brings me on to Abbas. <laughs> who, Have we been positive? Who, fairly positive. Well, you said fifth out, maybe not. Fifth, maybe not. We, lost the sem- we lost the FA Cup to Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Super positive. Yeah. We got those, Hampton, those yeah. six points right. against Apple, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We won't forget about that. Abbas said, end of his season, wow, so a full season without a win at home. (laughs) (laughs) After last last season, how did this happen? He said, nah, just kidding, I think we've had a good season. (laughs) FA Cup final to look forward to next week. Clever. 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 And quarters of the Champions League, having topped a group of Madrid and Dortmund is pretty good. Just a shame we lost to Anderlecht at Wembley 5-1, having beaten them 3-0 away. That's, that's just <laughs> so bonkers. Of all, anyway, of all, I think that's enough. Right, yeah. anyway. Fantastic can you contribution. Topping the, topping the group in the Champions League from where we are now. Yeah. Could you just imagine? You know what? Let's talk about that draw first. Cause it was right. about we'll do the Champions League draw now. Were you yeah. were you pleased with that? That we've got two yeah. big boys, or were you damn? We're probably going to get knocked out of that group. Or like, what? What's your thinking? I, I was chuffed with it. Yeah. I was chuffed with it. I was chuffed that. We've got a couple of sides in there that are eminently beatable, and we've got one glamour fixture which you really want. You want a PSG, you want you want one of the big Spanish teams. What you don't want are two very very challenging fixtures. Did uh, you think Dortmund's Chelsea, all right? Is it Chelsea or I think Chelsea have got a real tough draw, haven't they? They've got, Chelsea, got Roma. They've got Roma, yeah. and theirs are all like par for the course. Whereas our one big one. I would put Dortmund on a level with Spurs in that I think we should beat them at home and we might not beat them away and then we should beat Aboel. Yeah. The only thing that's going for me is that Bale won't come back to the lane. Mm. So Bale at Wembley yeah. feels a bit different to Bale at the lane. Mm. You imagine the reception that yeah. guy would have yeah. got, I thought that would have been magic. But yeah, I agree. You play in the champion, yeah, you play in the Champions League to play the big teams, not to... I, we're not in a position where we're going to go and win it. No. So what difference does it make? Getting out the group and coming out in the quarterfinals, or yeah, it'd be nice to get run, but I don't think we're going to win the Champions League this year. Yeah. So. I know Abbas is pleased that we've already Anderlecht in the group stage <laughs> as well, so that's great. Chelsea, we're drawn with Atletico, Roma, and Carabag. Do we play Carabag? We did in play Carabag about two or three years ago in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. Also different to the sponsors of the Capital One Cup, Car- which is Car- now Carabag. Yeah, who are incidentally there. kit sponsors. Other sponsorships are available. Um, I think that's a harder group. Do you think? See, I, it's a difficult one. I, when I saw when I saw the draw, because I, I watched it, I was buzzing. Real Madrid, yeah. like, and even Dortmund. When we played Dortmund in the Europa League two seasons ago, mm. and they hammered us. 
I, I was so happy with that draw. I thought the draw last year was a little bit meh. Yeah. It was like we just had good teams, but it wasn't necessarily like the stellar matches that you'd want to go and watch. But to go and watch Madrid against Spurs can yeah. be unreal. I think yeah. it's a I think it's a really tough draw. I think we'll do well to get out of the group. I, I would make Dortmund favourites over us to come second, but having said that, there's no reason why we couldn't do it. Appel, you'd like to think we'd beat them home and away, but yeah. there's no mug teams though, that's the thing. So Dortmund apparently have sold their best player? Dembele from Barcelona. Yeah. There's a fantastic video of yeah. him. <laughs> He's done a Polinio, hasn't yeah. he? He's yeah. trying to do keepy-ups. These are, these are like, it doesn't show you the 20 kick-ups before, right? It just shows you the one where yeah. he absolutely yeah. stacks it. Really. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is, that is mad. The, came on on the weekend. Did he? Did he actually, but I thought I just thought he wouldn't play. I don't know why they signed him, but he, he's played. Wasn't there a thing going around last week that it was like they've only sold one Polinio shirt worldwide <laughs> so far? That's classic. I saw something That's on Twitter about Spurs that, Twitter. and I was Absolutely. like, "Craig, that's brilliant." That Spurs Twitter was at its finest. But if you're a Barcelona fan, you're not going to go and get. See, I think I think they they what they're banking on is all the Chinese fans who fell in love with him. Following it and buying his shirt and stuff. Mm, That's what I've seen That is a good shout. Clever, yeah, big yeah. time. <laughs> big time. Um, that, that, that hive of new Chinese industrialism. Yeah. <laughs> it is the industrial heartland of China. The, uh, Everybody knows they're buying Barcelona shirts, left, friends. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. everywhere. Made down the road. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other English sides uh, in the draw, United drew with Benfica, Basel and CSKA. That's a buy. You'd think they'd get through, that's not a bad group. We talked about I the, would have taken that. Talked yeah. about the Chelsea one. Liverpool room with Spartak, Moscow, Seville and Maribor. That's not a bad that's, group. That's tricky. I, I, I'd say that's tricky. You reckon? Yeah, so, come on, Seville. No, Away at Moscow. I guess with Seville though, like no Nazari, they lost a couple of other players. This, I don't yeah. think Seville are going to be the team they were last year when they sort of finished. Yeah. They finished third in Spain. Yeah, I think so, third or fourth. I think they'll struggle to finish. I don't know, like, it's still, still easier than Madrid, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And they, they, they're due a meltdown. You know, they've had a high this weekend. I think this is, this is their, that was their cup final, isn't it, Liverpool? Oh, and then, and then they'll, they'll have a little lull in November time. Just so this is all. Some teams can actually, like, defend against them yeah. and they won't know what to do. <laughs> they like, know what to do, yeah, yeah exactly. And City, City were in with Shakhtar, Napoli and Feyenoord. Probably expect them to get through that as well, wouldn't you? I think you're safe to say we probably had the toughest draw of any uh, English side, but uh, you know what? You've got to be in it, haven't you? You've got to be in it. I just hope we qualify because actually, if you go out in the next round, you skip Europa. You skip Europa. And that, that, if I'm being a pragmatist, you'd rather not be in that. I just don't want to be in the Europa League. No. Such a I mean, it, look, waste of time. It it depends where we are, like towards the end of the season, if we're towards that point. If we're sort of sixth or seventh and maybe out of the league cup fa cup's about to start i'd take a run in the europa league i'd, I'd put my eggs in that basket do what you yeah. did last year but if we're sort of second or third or fighting for champions league you know if the fa cup draw is quite a difficult one if, mm. if we do get gillingham if we do get the mighty gillingham uh, then then i'd probably uh look to to not be in mm. Europa League because I don't yeah I do think I don't think we've got the strength and depth to, mm. to deal with that competition in general you know what interesting what it's about strength and depth and that actually brings us on nicely to the Burnley game as well um, just there was the, there was a young kid on the bench wasn't there that I personally never heard of I can't remember what his name was Tashan what our bench yeah 
Tashan. Tashan something. Yeah. Sissoko was there. Yance. I mean, it still feels like we're a couple of players short. But yeah. I mean, I wasn't at the Burnley game, so I can't really talk too much about it. But Jay, I know you were there. What were your thoughts on it? Did were we were we unlucky and it was a game that we dominated and they got a last minute equaliser, or was it a game that we played well in and we were naive and didn't see it off? Well, I, I went in full of hope and actually though I, I got I got to the seat a couple of minutes late, uh, but we we were we were in their box and already pressuring them and it was one of those that with the experience of last season and indeed the season before. Well, that Dr. Spurs, Spursy thing <laughs> sort of disappeared and you, you just had this underlying confidence that we were, we were going to put away yeah. one of these many, many chances. Um, and I think, I think that as the game went on, it felt like Burnley had a better grip of, of our, our passing and movement because we just again looked quite laboured and predictable mm. around the edge of their box and in their, in their half. Um, we weren't we weren't channeling it out to, to to Davis for the first twenty minutes, although he in the second part of the first half started getting into it. And for some reason, Trippier was seeing nothing of the ball, mm. and I didn't really get it. You could see he was out there, you know, that one of their defenders would would, would 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 come over, but there was that width just wasn't there. Mm. Um, but I mean, it was it was, <laughs> you could just see we were going to score, and when we did brilliant and it had to be one of those bundled bundled goals yeah. in the second half because we had a lot of chances second though, half well. we just came out again camped right in their box yeah. and, that, and, and and you could it was inevitable that we were going to score and then and then outside of that they, it, they just did not look every time they got possession we were all over them mm. um, and snuffing out any 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 threat of an attack and I think from my perspective that last that last 10 minutes you could just see he chucked uh, it, he, he bought off. I can't remember his name now. Pochettino. No, no, no. Burnley. They bought, they bought off a midfielder and brought they, on Chris Wood. Who's they it? bought Chris Wood. Biggs. They actually took yeah. off Vokes. They, they took did. off Vokes. That was it. They did take off because I was surprised they took Vokes off. Right. Um, but they they were just pumping balls up to Chris mm. Wood and, and 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 the other guy, and and eventually they got through. Mm. I mean, the, the reports were that that. That Trippier again had fallen asleep, but I don't see that. I think I think I think they just got come out. We've got two very real issues. One which has ended by accident, and one which still exists. In that Harry Kane, I think is quite aware that he hasn't scored in August, mm. and he's shooting a lot. Fine, got no problem with that because he scores. But he's had more shots than anyone this season in any team and not scored. And the, this Wembley thing is not. I don't believe in the <coughs> Wembley hoodoo, but. Guys clearly want to win at Wembley to the point where they're making mistakes. So mm. against Chelsea, Hugo rolling it out and he should have held on to it. Yeah. A couple of minutes before they scored, Kane's got it in the corner with Sonny, I think. Just keep it in the corner. Like, and we're, we're just we're trying a little bit too hard when last season these things would have been very natural to yeah. us to go and win these games. Um, and they will, and 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 it will disappear. We will win at Wembley. We just need to. It's just a case of just relaxing a little bit. Like our, our form in August uh, for the last three seasons is diabolical. It's like we've not got yeah. more than five points in the last. It, this is not a new thing, you know, for us to start slowly. We need to, to have a slowly. look at. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're only one point off where we were last season. Yeah, we were five in the first nine. Yeah, we're four this season. Yeah, I, I just wonder what that is because you think about it. Like, I don't necessarily think that's the Spurs thing. I don't know whether or not. 
pre-season we need to look at, or whether or not it is just literally that Pochettino's teams have to get super fit and match fit before we can get going. I'm not sure. It's an interesting one. It's probably just a momentum thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit of luck of the draw, you know, like... You might get a big team like getting Chelsea at home. If we'd have got the same draw that Man, if we'd have got the same fixtures Man United got, I don't think we'd be in this position. For example, mm-hmm. once you've lost to Chelsea, you, know, you run the risk of losing to, uh, of, of not losing to Burnley, but doing what we did against Burnley, trying to win too much yeah. that results in a draw like this. Yeah, there's contributing factors. Fitness is definitely a contributing factor. You know, we like you said, we looked a bit laboured. We and and mentally fit. Like the players aren't mentally sharp at the minute. That's what it seems to be. They're not making. Like, our game is so tactical, and we're not making smart tactical decisions. Mm. And that sort of comes. Yeah, you know, when you talk about a player getting match fit, you never really talk about him just remembering where his players are and stuff like that. And that's a big thing. And look, we are playing in a different stadium, and it is slightly bigger, and it's not as full. And, People are sitting in different places, so the noise is coming from different places, and you know things that are normally familiar to you. So you know exactly where the tunnel is when you're at White Hart Lane. You know where that oh, it's in the middle. Bad example. You know where the the, the big poles are in the mm. east stand. So you know where you're standing. So you know where the goal is. You know where. You're, whereas at Wembley, you've got to like re-familiarise. Yeah. So it's just it's yeah. just a a perfect storm really of a few contributing factors. I think we were a bit. Un- I wasn't at the Burnley game, but I think we were a little bit unlucky where. They've just played a ball and it's gone through and he's swung his foot in it and it's yeah. gone in the bottom corner. It's one of them. Nine times out of ten, the ball gets cut out or he blazes out in the upper tier. It was, it was, a good, it was quite a good goal, actually, from Bernie's point of view. It was yep. pre- a yeah. pretty good goal. And sometimes you have to sort of say, that was, that was a pretty yeah. good goal and we couldn't have done that much about it. I mean, he shifted it around. You, you could tell in the second half they started getting a little bit more of the ball when they made that sub. Yeah. Pops quite quickly reverted back to the back three and yeah. you could see Dyer slotted right right mm. back deep um, which worked for the best part of it I just think we switched off I, I, there is definitely a slight erring of confidence as a problem mm. running through that team right yeah. now um, but, but, but they're good enough to fix it I mean this, this is what Pochettino does better than any manager I would argue and this is this, I would argue he is the best at at sorting those kind of mental problems out, mm-hmm. all those problems around mentality, yeah. and I think he's better than anyone in the league 100%. doing that. I want to talk about Moussa Sissoko as well because I actually had he had a decent game against Burnley when he came on. That he was he didn't give the ball away as much. He was much more positive when he had it. He uh, was really again, positive. I, wasn't there, I mean, so. I, I, that, that was a part of the game when you you sense Burnley were really trying to push up um, and get men forward by that time. Yeah. So he was finding the space behind them. Um, and he won a couple of he won a couple of balls. Which, when you're watching Sissoko, you're expecting nothing. You, you know, he's approaching the ball, he's approaching the player, the opposition. You expect he's going to screw it up. Yeah. Um, but he won he won a couple of balls. He put in a couple of really decent crosses. Mm. Um, What's your take on him? You? I, I mean, I said I, to the WhatsApp, I said this is just a shot with no substitution. Yeah. Because I, I I think the natural the, the natural one for me would have been to bring Winksy on mm. at that moment. Uh, it's really challenging for Sissoko because he's not—he's not a player who scores. He's not really a player who <coughs> sort of wins the ball a huge amount and stuff like that, right? So, Kane—you can tell when he's confident. Dembele's an example of someone that Pochettino has taken from not nowhere, but you know, struggling for Spurs fans to really appreciate him to our, our you know best player that we've got there um, by a lot of accounts. But it's very obvious what Dembele does. Big, strong, wins mm. the ball. You know, he does that thing where he's got his hand in your chest and you can't get yeah. anywhere near him. And with Sissoko, it's a little bit more difficult because 
I don't really know what I expect from him at his best. I don't know what, mm-hmm. you know, what does a good Sissoko performance look like? Not giving the ball away 50% of the time? Great. We've got other players who, who can do that. I just, I'm sure he's a good player, I just don't really see where I just where like, want to see in. him, I just remember him having good games for Newcastle and he would just get the ball and he would literally just knock it 20 yards up the line and right. just run after it. And he's such a big, strong bloke that imagine being a fullback and having yeah. Six foot four, he's built like a train, isn't he? Like yeah. having that run at you must be terrifying. I've seen him have good games for Newcastle. I've, yeah. saw, I've seen him do it for Spurs last season against City when we <coughs> beat him 2 0 right at the start of the season. He was un- absolutely unbelievable, he was unplayable. Yeah. So there's a player in there, whether or not Potts can get it out of him or whether or not he's consistent enough, I'm not sure. W- would you keep him? Would you get rid of him? Well, I've got enough faith in Potts' ability to improve players where, 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 there, where there is. Where there is a bit of potential, yeah. where he'll, he'll 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 get it out of him. Well, where, where do you stand on it, Van? Are you keep hold of him. Well, at a minute, we don't have enough strength and depth. I'm going to talk about the transfer window. Yeah. Like our policy at the minute of going after defenders is puzzling, to say the least. Um, I'd keep him just in case. He's, yeah. Like, I don't think he should be anywhere. I don't think he should be ahead of Harry Winks, for example. That that is puzzling yeah. to me right now. Yeah. Um, I think in a I tight think game, Harry Winks is just going to keep hold of the ball back. Yeah. 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 And he runs so well with the ball. Yeah. He'll pick yeah. the ball up and he'll have 15 yards in front of him. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing, you run into space, but he does it so well. Yeah. And there are so many midfielders that just get it and shift it and they're just happy yeah. sitting in front of the back four, not doing a lot. But he's so good at it. And having a player like that off the bench, especially in a game where it's people are getting tired and you can make most like, of the space. I'm a massive Winks fan. Generally speaking, the team that is winning moving into the last 10 minutes will have less of the ball if they're only winning by one goal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't feel like that with Harry Winks. I feel like when he comes on, we'll keep the ball. Mm-hmm. And we'll just see it out. And it will be boring yeah. as hell, but we'll see out mm-hmm. that yeah. game. Whereas Sissoko, that's not his game. Mm. He's not He's not going to come on to just calm everybody down, keep the ball, just keep it moving like Carrick used to do. Yeah. The ball just used to move. Yeah. But we never lost it. Whereas yeah. Sissoko, you feel like, even if he's doing well, his, his, his style of play is to try and get past people, which mm. will involve losing the ball sometimes. Yeah. So shop window signing then? Shop, shop, shop window, window sub. 100%. Yeah. I don't think Poch wants to keep it. No. no he's, he didn't, he's never strapped me as a Pochettino type player anyway, but you never know. Di Maria for Sissoko and a bit of cash. Di Maria plus cash. Yeah. I'll take that definitely. Do you think Stimmer is available? I mean, if they're getting back me and they need some money, some quick money. I mean, he'd be amazed. I know he wasn't great at United, oh. but do you know what I mean? He's won it all. He's played at the top level. He's, what is he, 28, 29 now? He's so got he's got to be available based on what they've spent. And also, like they let they got rid of Matuidi for like 20 mil, mm-hmm. 25 mil. It's like. They, it's just not going to happen. I'd be surprised. Guy, but isn't it? You never know. Yeah, that's what we said. When, that's what we thought when Rafa, when Rafa van der Vaart got that uh, ten million quid. Yeah. Or something that came like from nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, that season we didn't even know about. Yeah. It, I think it wasn't even a rumor until like the day before. Because he was going to go yeah. to Bayern Munich two yeah. weeks before for about thirty million, and it all fell through, and then all yeah. of a sudden, that had shades of Klinsmann, didn't it? Like I cannot believe he's coming yeah. to the lane. What a man! What was oh, he doing? What a guy. Loved what him. Guy. Let's talk about transfer windows actually. So, there's a lot of talk about Aurier, the PSG right back yeah. coming in, but the problem's getting a permit Is yeah. that right at the minute because he's looking cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'd be, 
I've not seen too much of him, but you'd think he'd be a good one. He played at the top level, like he's won titles. You'd think he'd be quite a good signing. It would mean Walker Peters is not going to get as much game time. I'm sort of all right with that. I think he's looked good when he played, but I feel like maybe it's a little bit too soon for him. Yeah. So he'd be good if we can bring him in. Vim has left as well, hasn't he? He's gone, gone to Stoke, 18 mil. I think he's played, was it like 16 Premier League games he's played for just anyone who ever questions Levy again, just put Vimmer 18 million in front of him. Like, yeah. That's an absurd amount of money. I, mean, I thought he was a decent player, but last oh, year he didn't really. He hasn't played, that's the thing, yeah, is he? That's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. There must be something going on up at Hotspur away that we don't know about that, that has precluded Pops from choosing him for the side. But that, that time when Vertonghen, the season before, yeah, and they extended run yeah. of injury, he was out for about 10 games. Yeah. He came in and deputised brilliantly. Are, yeah. we, are we worried? Because obviously we're, we're buying all these centre-halves. I know Vim has gone. Are we worried about Toby or Jan or Dyer potentially going? I've got another theory on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I just very briefly, not, not particularly, not at this point. Maybe, maybe he's protecting us for next season. I don't think Toby will stick around much longer if we're not competing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. I, I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Um, I just think also centre backs are more readily available for for a better price. Um, the, the guy we've signed, by all accounts, you know, even at forty million, um, Sanchez has got a high sell on value. You know, yeah. player of the year last year for for Ajax. Ajax must feel like we feel with Madrid. Like <laughs> we just signed yeah. their best player. We just stockpiled their best players. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't help when you get those pictures from the training ground. Did you see from the track from the uh, from the the, uh, the dressing room? All our ex players players, Sanchez going, it's all right, we'll look after him. <laughs> Rubbing your face in it. It's like um, the doors of Crystal Palace now. <laughs> He's having a nightmare, isn't he, there? Who? De Boer at Palace. They oh, look absolutely almost as bad as West Ham. Yeah. I've got a theory on um, all, these, all these brilliant, quick, skillful full-backs and defenders that, that, that we're looking to... That, to um, to, to sign and, and it's around versatility. I think if you if you can defend and win the ball back, and you've got that much skill on the ball, and you can pass pass your way out of defence, you, you you you're an instant defensive midfielder. Yeah. And you've got that ability to play in different positions further up. You know you can see Yang in that position. You know to, the, the the versatility around the way in which we apply Eric Dyer. I think he's brilliant, and I think I think in Sanchez, from what I've seen, he looks like YouTube, an athlete as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he looks like an athlete. He looks like he'll get forward really fast. He's um, quick, isn't he? You know, and and when and when you when you're trying to eke out a goal against sides like Burnley, you want you want someone quick like that who can all of a sudden just mm-hmm. turn on a bit of pace yeah. and just dart forward. And, and the reverse is true as well when you're looking to hold on to a lead. Having a pacey centre back who, let's say, ball goes over their head, can still recover. That's yeah. a, that makes such a big difference. Yeah. A centre back who's confident enough to get sucked towards the ball, think they can win the header, <coughs> and then still make that recovery mm-hmm. makes a big, big difference. As opposed to that sort of like hesitation, yeah. shall I go for it, shall I not? Yeah. That that's the biggest the bit. Like if you look at the goal against Burnley, it's hesitation. The ball comes over the top, yeah, cuts yeah, six yeah. players out of the game. It's that someone who's just you know a rapid centre back is no like buy you for. Um, you know, it makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah, he yeah. makes mistakes, but he recovers. Yeah, I just want to read out 
Kevin Vimmer's part of his statement as well, which is, I'm just so happy to be at Stoke now because I really wanted to come here to a club with such big tradition. So I feel really good and I'm very excited about meeting up with everybody and getting ready for the matches. I'll say that, isn't it? Such it's identic a big here. tradition. That's, that's the you know template. Stoke have more Champions League winners in their team than anyone else. Doesn't surprise me. Shakiri and Shakiri, uh, Mark Minusia, Jesse Rodriguez. Yeah, it's well. amazing. Bojan. It? <laughs> it's unbelievable. You think if someone said to you five, six years ago, Stoke would have half a dozen Champions League winners in their squad? Beat Arsenal get last sectioned. week. Get sectioned. Beat Arsenal last week. Mind you. Um, it's all gone quite on the Barkley front as well. He's got that injury. Do we? Do you think that's going to happen still? Or silly money, fifty million pounds for a player and at the end of the contract. It, it will happen if it's twenty-five mil. Mm. If it's thirty mil. Or do you think we'll wait until Jan and then try and nick him for ten mil in Jan or something like that? Yeah. It's risky, isn't it? That tactic. I'm not a Barkley fan at all. You're not. You, you're I, not. You're not bothered. I go anywhere near him. That's interesting. Why not? I don't see him make the right decision enough to come in and compete with Ericsson or Ali in that attacking midfield role. Like for me, you watch him and he shoots when he should pass and he passes when he should shoot mm. and fine, maybe he's a bit young but he's very young. But Ali's young. And Ericsson when we bought him was young. I just think like good good players now good players aren't 26, 27, 28. That's when they're physically at their best, but emotionally, intelligently at their best. They tend to be a bit younger now. I just I don't see where, if if you're going to spend fifty million, if you're going to spend thirty million pounds on a player, bring someone in who's really going to make a difference to the starting eleven, or at least make the people in the starting eleven better. I don't think Deli Ali will look at Ross Bartley coming in and going, my position's under threat because mm-hmm. he'll feel like you know, same with England. It doesn't yeah. that I, you know I don't know how Deli Ali will feel, but. I, I, I don't believe if, if there's genuine interest in, in, in Barkley it would be because Pochettino and Pochettino's boys have seen something they can improve yeah. in yeah. I've, seen, I've seen a part of his game that, that, that will slot into the way we play and when we're really trying to unlock one of those really tight tight knit organised defences you've just got another creative player yeah. who with a back heel or a little flick on can, can, can unlock a really tight defence. Very good point. Now, the, the other thing I've not seen in previous years is Pochettino coming out and being so public about being confident on mm. three more signings, four more signings. Um, and he, he keeps saying it mm. like he knows. Um, I'm just interested to, to know the type of player he wants because we've signed these defenders. I want to know yeah. just just what type of player is he after? Is he after a big, powerful centre forward? Does he want a quick winger? Like it's difficult I don't to think know. You can, be, you can be that choosy anymore. Yeah, around maybe the you're right. That's available. Maybe you're right. The thing is, like, so it's not like he had like. So what you might say is that all right, he's going to give Janssen another year because he sees something in him. So he's not going to go after a centre forward. But he's not playing him. He's not mm. bringing him on till like the 86th minute when we're. When we're he brought him on after we got the equaliser against Chelsea, I think, or there or thereabouts. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's 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 showing a huge amount of faith in him. So it, there is still this heavy reliance on on Harry Kane, even from a even from a uh, a positioning point of view from the manager. As well. And you'd think as well at the minute, and Harry Kane's probably the best striker I've seen at Spurs. Yeah, but he's not above criticism, and I think so far this season he's. He's been poor. There's been a lot of chances, especially yeah. the Burnley game, where you'd, you'd have put your house on him scoring at least two of them. Yeah. And I think it's interesting what you say because you'd think 
watching a player that's not playing that well, you'd think I'll make the change up front yeah. now. I'll get Janssen with him. He's definitely never going to make that sub when Kane's on fire because fine, why yeah. would you? But you'd think at the minute if he is going to change it, or even bring him on alongside him. Like yeah. you know, I don't. He just doesn't seem to have any faith in Janssen. I d- I d- oh. At Burnley, I think he was he just fell victim to a very very good defence who just got in front of him at the right time on numerous occasions. Their deflections, their well, deflections and their blocks, yeah. they, they were just right at it. So committed, you can imagine you can imagine what, what, what goes on in the training room yeah. or in the in the dressing room before a game, you know, they must they must get so psyched because they were they were throwing their bodies yeah. in front of our in, in front of our shots. Um, and, and, and his his link up play, you know, he still held the ball up brilliantly. Oh, yeah. He was turning defenders. I don't, I don't think necessarily that... I, th- I think Kane's alright. Yeah. I think Kane's alright. And I, I don't think Janssen has to come on for Kane. I don't think it has to be a like-for-like replacement. And actually, I think when you're not winning games, you want to bring him on as a second striker. That's what you want to do. But Pochettino's looking at his team going, well, who am I going to take off for Janssen? He's, you know, against Chelsea, for the whole game, he played with two holding midfielders and he's still not choosing to bring one of them off mm. for a striker. If you want to win the game, that's how you win the game. Not carelessly throw the ball out you know four minutes to go that's the thing for me is like I don't know I don't see us going for a striker and maybe that's because we're not hearing anything but I don't see Poch having faith in our current backup striker Mm. that's that's the challenge I don't know where we're going to where we're going to close that gap. I put out on Twitter last week as well, and I said if you had 50 million and were in charge of the transfers, who would you bid for? Which is quite because I just wanted to get a taste of actually what type of player do people think. And I had a variety of different responses from Isco and Asensio at Real Madrid, which is optimistic yeah. to yeah, get them. Yeah, we'll get him. Um, was another one that, that came to mind. So all that kind of yeah. nippy, creative attacking yeah, midfielder. Attacking midfielder. Um, Renato Sanchez was another name that came up. The, Young centre midfielder at Bayern who might be on his way to Liverpool. Apparently, I've been reading on on loan, which is a bit weird. Um, Mertens as well, another Belgian player. So it's all of that kind of number ten-ish player. Mares was another one. Uh, Anthony Martial. I'd love Anthony Martial. He would. He'd be all right. He'd bring that pace and that directness. He's different to anyone else we've got. That's what. That's another thing we don't have. It's just like a winger. Just someone who gets the ball and runs. Yeah. Puts the fear of God in you. We got yeah. a lot of tricky players. We, you know, Mara's would be another good addition. He's a winger. He just he scares players because he takes them on. He can take them on the right foot, left mm. foot. Doesn't matter. We don't have. And Son doesn't do enough for that. No. And it really, really no interesting one that. that I had from Stefan Ratcliffe was Jamie Vardy. Where would you stand on that? I know we've just talked about. It. Where would you stand on that one? And what would you do if you we finish recording this? You go out and you see Spurs have signed. Jamie Vardy, would would you be happy with that? Awful human being. Yeah, I agree. Just I don't want to see him in a I could, I could, I could never get behind him. But he'd have to do so much for the fans to get behind mm. him. Interesting. Just an awful human being. But I think what was funny with that, so that I put that out about a week ago on Twitter, and there was obviously there's no mention of any defensive players or anything like that. But then we go out and buy defensive players, which is interesting. Um, time will tell. There's still a few more days. If history's anything to go by with Spurs in the transfer window and deadline day there will be something that will happen good or bad something I, I will think, happen I think the Italian league is worth having a look at because I feel like there's good players in the Italian league that mm. they don't yet have four spots in the Champions League so you can go to teams like that's so why I was just googling like I'd take Mauro Cardi from Inter Milan for mm. 50 million someone like that 
yeah. I think can make a big difference. And that's a step up though for them players coming okay. from, unless you're at Juve, yeah. maybe AC Milan, I'll talk about AC Milan in a minute because I want to see him at the weekend. Um, it is a step up coming yeah. to even to a non-Champions League. Yeah. You could even go from Inter to Everton yeah. and you would argue that that's a step up for a player. Yeah. So that's, think, that's a good point. I, I think, think there's some players in Italy, you know, if you yeah. look at Roma's midfield, like Nangagallon, I can't say his name. Yeah, He's yeah. a great player and you could get him on the cheap. Yeah, I, just, I think that might be the next stomping ground of... Uh, and these players would want to come to England as well, that's the thing. Like yeah. now, like let's say we were sniffing around Marshall, he'd probably be like, why am I really going to move? Like yes. I'm moving from one Prem team that's challenged to another Prem. Like there's yep. not really anything in it, yeah. which is an interesting point. But you're right about Italian players. There are there are some good ones out there. I was at <coughs> Milan Calgary Sunday yeah. night, which was excellent. My first time in the San Siro, um, which was an incredible stadium, absolutely incredible. You come out the train station, and there's nothing there other than this ginormous ground. Everyone's in red and black walking towards the ground. It, it was incredible, and the atmosphere in there was like nothing I've ever seen. I went to Atletico last season and I thought that was great, but this mm. was on another level. Like the, the players are gods. Like they come yeah. out and the grounds fall. It, well, it wasn't a sellout, but from the people that were there, everybody's there an hour before kickoff yeah. inside the stadium, chanting before the players are even coming out warming up, which is amazing. But it was it was a great game. They got some really good players. From they got Benucci at the back, who they've mm. signed from Juve, which is absolutely mad how they've signed him. I was saying to Jay yeah, before was, we started recording. There were personal reasons for that one, wasn't there? I think, son, I think his son needed treatment for something and Juve were very much like, you've been a good servant to us. So it was kind of like the when the goalkeeper moved to Arsenal from Chelsea. With that oh, Petr There we go. With that hat. And Mourinho sort of said, we're not going to stand, we'd rather you didn't, but we won't stand yeah. in your way. I think it was along those lines. Yeah, it, I mean, he is just a phenomenal oh, player. Really? He, he was, for me watching him, it was Ledley-esque, where yeah. he was just, he was just in, he knew what was happening. Everything around him, he was a few passes ahead. As soon as there was a boy over the top, he was just there mopping it up. He didn't make any tackles, like he just read the game and intercepted. And Did they use the video ref while you were there? The, no, they, 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 they didn't. The video ref they didn't, yeah, they didn't yeah, use yeah. that. Um, but they got some good players. They had Suso playing on the right wing, who's the old Liverpool. He's yeah. not even old, he's like 24, 25. Yeah. But it was a Brendan Rodgers youngster. He was quality. Mm. He absolutely ran the game. All right, granted, the opposition weren't a, weren't a top side, but mm. he scored a 25-yard free kick to win it, and all-round play was excellent. Suso? So, yeah. I know. I was surprised. I was surprised. But they've signed um, Chinoglu from Leverkusen as well, playing number 10. Like mm. They've got some really, really good players and they're all technically excellent like none of them give the ball away there was no hoofs over the top when there was yeah. a bit of pressure all calm on the ball they've had a fair old chunk of money put in yeah. the club massive. Yeah. massive that makes a big difference in, in a league yeah. like that but Juve's still so far ahead of everyone else it's just Juve will yeah. beat all anybody that's outside the top four they'll beat home and away yeah. and then it's like head to head they're, yeah. they're going to yeah. beat Milan yeah. and all these other teams yeah. as well yeah. so it's, yeah. it's difficult gap to close but yeah it's a good chat on on the, on the Italian players there are some good players out there mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens with that but we, yeah we, we're all getting caught up and excited about the speculation about who might come but, but we've got to look at what we've got yeah. and we've got a bloody good side yeah. we haven't lost anyone we haven't lost any, any, anyone of any, any size and stature and apart from Kyle Walker um, I'm and, with you though on this and not, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm we've still got an amazing yeah. side and we're getting caught up in the, the, the all this belief that we need to sign to improve, and I don't think we do. We've still got Lamella and Rose to come back, yeah. and those two are game changers on their day. Yeah. 
I think I think we need to I think we need depth. Mm. Like I'm still confident in that starting eleven, mm. but it's a long old season and it's not. It's more just around our, my confidence and our ability to change it when it's not going well. Yeah, I think that's don't have that faith right now, and it will come, and it will come because we won't be in as many positions where we're not doing well. We have still got players like Sonny on the bench who can change things. Like you say, Lamella for me will be like a new signing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for him to come mm-hmm. back. But you know, if you look at Man United right now. They can make two or three changes that not only change the personnel but changes the style. Yeah. They can bring on Fellaini if they want a battering ram, or they can swap yeah. Rashford for Martial if they just want fresh legs. They're different players and different. They can play in different ways. Whereas for us, it's kind of a bit samey samey. And I think that's that's that would be my concern. But I agree. Starting eleven, I still think and there's no centre back pairing in it that touches our centre back. No. And I've said before, goalkeepers, I think, are much of a muchness. I think we've got the best left back. I don't think we've got the best right back, but we certainly don't have the worst right back. No. I'd take Dembele all day long. Harry Kane is the best striker in the league, if not yeah. one of the best strikers in the league. It's just after that, after you know, like Man United have got Lukaku, and then from January they're going to have Zlatan. Yeah. Arsenal, even Arsenal have got Sanchez, Giroud, Lacazette. That's a big front yeah. three. You know, Liverpool have got an interchangeable four, and they still don't have Lallana fit. You know, Chelsea maybe have lost a bit up front with um, Costa going. I think they've lost a bit of style, but mm. still, yeah. you know, Morata. It's still a seventy million pound striker, yeah, isn't it? Morata, Batshuayi, Pedro yeah. can play there if he needs to. That's that. I think is 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 different. The That's the challenge. Mm, yeah. Mm. There's no game this weekend. It's international weekend. Three weeks in. Do any of us? Do any of us care? It's point. Like, like, does anyone no. actually watch? No. I don't Who understand. Who we playing when? I don't even know. Couldn't tell you. Is it Slovenia or Slovakia or something? Or have I completely made that up? Why can't they just do it three weeks ago? Do it as the first game of the season, yeah. so that everyone comes in a little bit yeah. fresher. Yeah. I, I don't understand how there can be an international break three weeks into the season. It's bizarre. Absolutely. And especially as well that. There's, you get players like Sanchez at Arsenal who's not going to play in the game Thursday because it's deadline day and he's yeah. trying to nick a move. So it's yeah. like players that are there are not really there anyway because you're ever worried about trying to force a move somewhere, get a new contract, yeah. all of that. You don't want to get injured on an international yeah. week. You don't want a long flight only to fly back to go and do a medical somewhere. So no one cares. Dear FIFA, have a They'll be listening to this yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah, 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 hopefully yeah. they take it on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real or fake? Everyone's favourite part of the show. So this week the theme has got nothing to do with football or Tottenham whatsoever. The theme's cocktails. So I've got ten <laughs> cocktails, five are real, five are fake. So I'm just going to read them out in a random order. I should, I should nail this. And I'll you should actually. I'll give you bonus points if you can tell me what's in the cocktails when I do the answers yeah. as well. For the real ones. Um, the fake all the ones fake ones. <laughs> all the fake ones, man. <laughs> Um, so just decide between you whether or not you're going to go real or you're going to go fake. I'll bow to your knowledge on this right. one. I'll just get carried away and shout out True. Yeah, yeah, true. So first one, a salty chihuahua. <laughs> no. No. No, like salty chihuahua. <laughs> fake. That's got to be okay. fake. That, that, that is fake and made up by someone that doesn't know cocktails. Right, you're going fake. <laughs> what were you salty looking at chihuahua. when you thought of that? You don't want to know. The Haribo, the Haribo Stadium, <laughs> Jack having lunch. I was starving. Yeah. Rainbow Riders playing Mario Rainbow Kart. Road. Um, the second one, Rooster Tail. A rooster Tail? T, as in a tail? T A I L. 
Brewster. Brewster. R-O-O-S-T-R. Cockburn run? Could, could be. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Let, we'll, go with, we'll go with real. We'll go with real for now. We might we'll change that. that. Yeah, we might change that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, third Jack's one. giving nothing away. We're giving nothing away. Third nothing one. Away. A flaming scumbag. <laughs> I think that's I think that's that's real. Only because <laughs> Go it's probably some slang phrase. Yeah. Some slang yeah. Scottish phrase for a flaming scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've gone flaming scumbag Scottish. Yeah, straight away. Uh, mountain sling. Mountain sling. No, the the sling is a it's a Singapore sling. Singapore sling. What are you saying? But it feels plausible. <laughs> Does it? I Do mean, any of them? I mean, what I, yeah, I'd like to say that we're just a flaming <laughs> scumbag. It sounds plausible. Let's go fake. Fake. Go right. Fake. Right. A flaming giraffe. Yeah. I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Are all the flaming ones real? A flaming mo? Is, uh, yeah, yeah, real. Going real? Yeah. The flaming giraffe is real. Okay. Served in a long glass. Served in a long glass. It's, it's basically it's With a flaming a, scumbag yeah. in a glass of a long neck. Pineapple sours and black sambuca, <laughs> giving it the black and yellow. It's yeah. like a flaming scumbag. And then Major. you just light it. <laughs> a ginger sizzle. Fake. 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 Okay. fake. A gleaming duchess. Gleaming duchess. You've gone really left field here, so we're sort of guessing here, aren't we? But I think yes. Sort of guessing. Think it feels, up to now. It feels all the other ones you've got nailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, this this is this is real. Nice. Yeah, what did you say? What was gleaming Duchess. You must have had a few gleaming duchesses over the years, Jack. I've heard of a screaming duchess. Yes. <laughs> gleaming Duchess sounds like a night out in Amsterdam. <laughs> a red dragon's breath. Real. Real. Straight. They love it in Wales. Yeah, it's a big drink. Blue balls. <laughs> It's got it's got it's got bowls in it. Yeah. Which is that <laughs> Yeah, bowl, yes. bowls vodka. Bowls Get vodka. Get blue balls. Fantastic. Ice and vodka, blue balls. So the last yeah, it's one got the balls of ice in yeah, like yeah. circular <laughs> with like bowls vodka. <laughs> extra we need those extra, extra points. bowls. And the last one, a chestnut smash. What? Uh, what have we gone? What have we gone? So far you've got one, two, three. So you've gone three fake. Three fake, six real. So we need. So to we'll change, change it up. One. We'll change. We'll go so through we'll and review in a minute. Fake. So we're going fake chestnut for a chestnut smash. smash. Chestnut smash. Okay. So you've got. It's only got two ingredients. That it's not a cocktail. Four. Nice. Clever. Mm-hmm. So the ones that you've gone fakes, the four fake ones are salty chihuahua, mountain sling, ginger sizzle, and chestnut smash. They will be fake ones. Happy with those. Happy with those. Fine. So you need mountain to change. Sling sounds real, but. The- <laughs> You need to change. to change one of the real ones. <laughs> so real, you've gone rooster tail, flaming scumbag, flaming giraffe, gleaming duchess, red dragon's breath, and blue balls. 
I think Flame and <coughs> Giraffe. No, the Flame and Giraffe are fake. Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. Flame you don't normally like a Flame and Giraffe. It's no, just, no. You just have a Giraffe, then you? Just have a Giraffe. Just black sambuca and pineapple. Yeah, just, just right. Here we go then. So, salty, salty, salty chihuahua was the first one. You went fake. Of course, that is real. Good start. That is, oh, good start. That, is, good start. that is one shot of tequila, one dash of salt, and grapefruit juice. Sounds quite nice. Uh, second rooster tail. You said was real, and it is real. Yes. That's one shot of gold tequila, one shot of orange juice, one shot of tomato juice, and one dash of salt. I knew it. Cockburn rum. That's what I said. Excellent. Brilliant. Um, flaming scumbag, you said was real. Of course that was fake. <laughs> of course it was. Apologies to all our listeners. No, it's just it's, it's it's what they describe their drink. It's yeah. the way they describe it. Yeah, that's it. fantastic. Uh, mountain sling, you said was fake. It is fake. Excellent. Uh, flaming giraffe, you said was fake. That is, of course, real. Oh, and no! Then, no. Two Apple ounces juice. of coffee liqueur, one ounce of butterscotch schnapps, and go. one ounce of proof rum. There you go. Ginger sizzle, you said was fake. And it is fake. Yes! Excellent. A gleaming duchess, you said was real. That is fake. Oh. <laughs> What's in it? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I Jay. think. Jay! <laughs> <laughs> Red Dragon's Breath, you said was real. That is real. One shot of cinnamon snaps, one shot of whiskey. Blue Balls, you said real. It's obviously fake. It's real. It's real. It's real. Yes. It's real. One ounce of raspberry vodka, one ounce of coconut rum, one ounce of blue liqueur. Yeah. And Spot on, mate. Ch chestnut Smash, you said was fake. That is fake oh, as well. Yes. So you got in total, well, so you got one, two, three, Four, five, six. six. Oh, We've got our flaming cocktails the wrong six. way around. Yeah, so there we go. We'll have to go and try effort. some of these, won't we? <laughs> we get close <laughs> to Christmas. I think you've had enough gleaming duchesses, Jay, to last you a lifetime. <laughs> Nowhere near enough blue balls. <laughs> Stick on the blue balls for the rest of the night. Fantastic. So six, six is the best we've done all season so far. So That's why you should make a new feature. When you go and meet the Spurs fans at the stadium who are coming for the first time and that. You should, take them for a, you should take them for a drink. I'm not doing green or fake with them. Really <laughs> rubbish. Oh dear, fantastic. Um, Show pictures of the pot of the host. What, of course, not the blue balls. Picture of that. That's real fake. I've got a phantom. Just before we finish, a fantastic Abba story as well. So he sent me all of this, all of his comments really positive comments on WhatsApp earlier and then he accidentally sent me a picture of himself <laughs> which I think is him at the airport drinking a smoothie which I'll happily share on uh, the Facebook page later for everyone to have a look at. Who took that photo? I don't, know. I don't know. It's one of the strangest things which he then he then replied straight away did not mean to send that. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that 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 warranted broadcasting on the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Any more? Anything else you want to talk about tonight? Are we doing a pod next week? Uh, we'll just do. We'll do one. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do real fake a week. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we will do one. Real fake greatest hits. We'll talk about who we haven't signed in the next 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We'll do a transfer roundup. You can you can do your yeah. best and worst transfer memories. All of that. We'll do. We'll do a podcast next week. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. 
Um, but whatever happens on deadline day, remember, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. As a top free kick at Wembley, Aussie's knees have gone all trembly, and a team requires assembly. Danny Montower, local boy Ledley King, Greavesy scoring everything. Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle, Lee Young Kyo. Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Ramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mavitt in Chile, Sergi Rembrandt for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Lineker playing fair, Modric here, there, everywhere. Pat Jennings, luscious hair, Super Vertonghen. Abiyachenko, number nine, nine from the halfway line. Villas running 81, under Twin Towers. Harry Redknapp steals on wheels. The legend Steve Perryman, MBE. Hugo Loris, clean sheet. Ball and Stefan Dalmati. I'm playing out white on lane, Nicola Bertie. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick. His football did the trick. He showed the world what Spurs could do. The League and Cup we won in 1961. Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't, doesn't give the goal. Mabizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy inter-equalised Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel at Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright but it makes me sad, the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White Out there, Two dare is to do 
Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey, Watson White, White on Lane, Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. Transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Liam Hawkers page to go. That's Poirier, freaky cunt. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Wolfhawks never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's Kung Fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shippers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are main If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The Leading Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane To win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory